I deliberately chose the topic we are going to treat tonight because this will be the last Bible study that we'll do since we're going to enter into prayer and fasting next week. And after next week, we'll enter into revival. And after the revival, we'll go into thanksgiving. So I chose the topic, expressing gratitude or showing gratitude. Expressing gratitude, showing gratitude to God and to mankind. When a child is given something, even by the parents, and that child is not taught to say, thank you, ma, thank you, daddy, thank you, mommy, that child will not appreciate much, even outside. If someone is given something, the giver has it in mind to bless the life of the receiver. And then after giving the thing to the receiver, and the receiver receives it as if to say, so what? How happy would the giver be? Huh? I think he would be very, very happy. That, hey, I've not done it unto man. I've only done it unto God. I'll be, uh-uh. The giver would not feel happy. But when something is given and the receiver receives it with joy and thanksgiving, guess what? You see smiles all around. The receiver is smiling. The giver is smiling. Uh, and I believe that the angels all around them will be smiling too. And so it is said that gratitude is an interactive sp spiral between a giver and a receiver. The gesture of gratitude completes the, the, the circle and lets the uh, the 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 the, 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 the um, loving act flow from uh, both the giver to the receiver and then back to the giver. If you give something and you are happy to actually give it, and the receiver receives it with joy, the joy of the receiver comes again to the, to the giver and you see that the mind to do more will multiply now one would say that pastor why don't you actually preach this sermon on, this, on, the, on, the, on the Thanksgiving day no if we don't know how to actually prepare for it as a church will not do it right on that day. That day is not the day of rethinking. You have come to church already. Huh? And I pray. 
I pray that I pray that whoever will be listening to this, whether live or through streaming, uh, will prepare himself ourselves for a moment of really giving thanks from the heart. I would like for us to read from a Psalm, Psalm 13. Now, the first few verses I will ask you, will it actually be appropriate to give thanks in such a condition? Psalm 13, 1, 3. How long, O Lord, will you, forgive, will you forget me forever? Huh? I think you can give thanks in this, uh, in this condition, Abby. Children of God, Will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long shall I take counsel in my soul, having sorrow in, in my heart daily? How long will my enemy be exalted over me? Can you give thanks in this? Huh? Okay. I don't want us to actually uh, be hypocritical about it consider and hear me oh lord my god enlighten my eyes lest i sleep the sleep of death wow lest my enemies say i have prevailed against him lest those who trouble me rejoice when i am moved now say this but that but changes everything but I have trusted in your mercy. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. Wow. Can you see how things changed? The first part actually looked into situations that were not pleasant at all. Situations that actually you see and say, oh, the gloomy face of that particular person will be so real that you can, you can touch it, you can bite it, you can actually, you know, feel it. But, changed everything. But, and here we see that indeed, things will never remain the same in, a, in an unpleasant way for a child of God in Jesus' name. You have a cause to thank God. You have a cause to shout hallelujah to the Lord. Now, you may ask, why is it important for us to offer thanks and express gratitude to God? Why? Why is it? The answer can be simply put, thanksgiving is a vital part of honoring God. Thanksgiving is a vital part of honoring God. God wants to be honored. He must be honored every day of our lives. In the book of in Psalm 50, Psalm 50 verse 23, put NIV there. NIV, Psalm 50, thank you very much. 
He who sacrifices what? Thank offerings. Does what? Honors me. Who is the me? Hmm, the pastor. Honors me. Whoever offers thanks offering honors me. And he prepares the way so that I may show him the salvation of God. In other words, you see, yes, in bad situations, by the grace of God, we can even give thanks. I know that. I know. But you see, thanksgiving will actually multiply in you when you see your situations turn around. When the Lord has instructed to give thanks in a very difficult situation, go ahead and do it. Why? He instructed it and he has a purpose for it. And um, you see, many of us are like the people uh, described by Paul in the book of Romans chapter 1 verse 21. In Romans 1 21, Paul says, because although they knew God, uh, they did not what? Glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Someone who actually does not give thanks uh, will be like that. He knew God. But hey, he's not actually worried about um, you know, giving thanks to, to, to him. And that attitude will darken even your heart the more. To such person, any gift God gives will never be sufficient, will never be enough. And yet, the gift of God concerning us, the wonderful gift of God of contentment, huh? Huh. cannot be traded away. We need to know that God will not in any way shortchange us. I would like for us to examine some Bible passages and there I would like for us to interact properly and show why thanksgiving is actually given in these passages. Um, some Bible characters, you know, were involved, uh, uh, were involved and some were actually given us a blanket uh, way of giving thanks. In the book of Second Samuel, Second Samuel, chapter twenty-two, verses forty-nine to fifty-one. Second Samuel twenty-two, forty-nine to fifty-one. Say this: It delivers me from my enemies. You also lift me up above those who rise against me. You have delivered me from the violent man. Therefore, I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the Gentiles and sing praises to your name. He is the tower of salvation to his king. He shows mercy to his anointed to David and his descendants forevermore. Now, 
Has God done a similar thing for you this year? Has he ever done some similar things to you? Saving you from your enemies. Those who sought to kill you. Those who actually want to uh, suppress you and make you not to see good even in your life. It's as if they are taunting you to the point that uh, you don't even feel like a human being. But God rescued you from them. How happy should you be? So we see here God's provision, God's deliverance, and God's promise uh, to ever remain faithful. Now, I have done number one for us. Let's read together First Chronicles 16.34. First Chronicles 16.34. Let's read it together now. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Now, what actually has God done to bring about this heart of thanksgiving? Huh? His mercy and his goodness. He is good and is merciful. Let me tell you what. If you receive gifts from someone that you don't deserve it, you don't deserve such a gift. I tell you what, it, will, it is wonderful. But if you know that you have offended that person who gave you the gift, how will you be feeling? I think this is a bait. Abby, I think, ah, this thing, ah, he has, it has a comma. But when the person says, I'm giving you this and I've forgiven you, how do you feel? Peace. You be at peace. This is what God has actually done. Now, I want us to I'll jump from uh, what um, I have and say Psalm 139, verse 14. Hmm. Psalm 139, verse 14. I will praise you. Why? For I am fearfully and wonderfully made marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made now have you seen yourself in the mirror lately to look at yourself in the mirror and say oh ah, God you made mistake oh huh? <laughs> have you this nose ah, this nose there's a particular tribe where their noses are as big as anything ah. do you know what actually they have done instead of looking at it as an ugly thing they started nose competition <laughs> they started nose competition they want to know the nose that is the biggest and they consider it as the most beautiful. When you see yourself in the mirror, just think about it. God made you fearfully and wonderfully. There is no one like you. You are so unique. I think we've heard this so many times on this pulpit. 
You are so unique. Nobody like you. Even twins, they may look alike to us, but they are different, differently made. That is God for you. Appreciate who you are. Don't let people describe you to you. Huh? You know, we have some people who have sharp tongues, abusive languages in their mouth. Huh? When they see you, they hiss, see this ugly thing. Sometimes I really laugh when some girls huh, think actually that um, uh, they are too good to be toast by, um, by men. Huh? They wash the man down. Not too long after, you see them together. And then he was saying, I love you, I love you. Yeah, there's something of my heart. But the first encounter was abuse. All the uh, uh, imperfection that you see. Do you know that when you abuse somebody like that, you're abusing his maker? You are. Accept who you are and thank God for it. And you see that life will be more meaningful to you. Now, I want to jump to another place. Huh? Luke 17. Luke 17, 12 to 19. Uh, that one is long. I'll just paraphrase it. I'll just make... Uh, you, we know the story very well. About the ten lepers that cried to Jesus. Huh? And then... Uh, the Lord Jesus Christ said, go and show yourself, yourselves to the, to, to, the, to the priests. And on their way, what happened? They were healed. The Bible says they were healed. They were healed. But only one came back. Only one came back. I believe that as soon as he saw that he was healed, he didn't go to the priest. He came to the higher priest. <laughs> you know? Ah, I'm old. I'm old. And the Lord Jesus Christ said, Ten were healed. Where are the other nine? Do you know that a lot of us will actually be, will, will, will be categorized among the nine that never went to God to, to, to thank God? And one thing that is there is that leprosy is like being counted as dead. These people were outcasts. If you know how they were supposed to, to, to dress, just go to the book of Leviticus chapter 13. Leviticus 13, 45 to 46. It will tell you, they were to wear rags. They cannot wear anything clean. They were to wear rags and leave their hair unkempt. And they were to be ringing the bell. Unclean is coming. And lo and behold, huh? they were healed. But only one came back to say thank you. Do you know that we had leprosy before? Leprosy of sin. But Jesus cured us. Now that we are saved, how have we been showing our gratitude? When he says, go, 
go make disciples. Go and make others to come to the cleansing blood. So we see here that uh, uh, the Lord, only God will save us from ourselves. Now, let me jump to another thing. For what are you thankful? For what are you thankful? The song that we usually sing during Thanksgiving services, uh, count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your blessings, see what God has done. Count your blessings, name them one by one. And it will surprise you what the Lord has done. Why will you be surprised when every day you've made it a habit of counting your blessings? Has the Lord done something good for you today? Has he? Have you been thankful? Sometimes you make a journey even to Obalinde and come back and you think it's natural. What is actually, what, what's the big deal? Obalinde there. <laughs> Some people left the house and they did not get to Bodilon or uh, Glover before something else happened. On a Nigerian roads, when you make a journey and you came back and you feel, hey, what is the big deal? I pray that the Lord God Almighty will open your eyes. Our roads are treacherous, death traps. And when you go and come back safely, I believe that you need to kneel down and just thank God. Just thank him for traveling masses. Sometimes we receive a gift of something wonderful huh? and at the moment we jump for joy and then we cry out and say, oh, thank God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. But after a while, everything, you know, seems us down. It's a CV. Uh, what, 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 what is that big deal for? When you experience a miracle, whether of healing or provision, usually we make a quick uh, thanks to the Lord. But sincerely speaking, huh, we should make it a habit. Showing our gratitude should not be limited to special events. Everyday event where the Father has met our needs should warrant thanksgiving. Has God been faithful to you today? Yes. Has he provided your daily bread? Yes. Has he shown mercy to you today? I believe so. Has he actually been with you in your going out and your coming in? You think you came here huh, because you deserve it? None of us deserves anything from the Lord. And that is why, you know, the Bible says that if God will mark iniquity, and would deal with us according to our iniquities. Huh? He is just to do that. But no, he's full of mercy. He's full of mercy. Do you know that to sleep, to sleep is a gift? My Bible tells me that only God gives his beloved rest. 
when you sleep and you wake up and you stretch your body and you say wow it's another day why don't you give thanks just give thanks unto the Lord and not go about grumbling huh? oh the day has broken again huh? we are going to school ah, I'm going to that office again thank God thank God when should we give thanks thanksgiving should be part of our lives should be part of a habit she should give thanks regularly and to this i want us to open to psalm 44 verse 8 psalm 44 verse 8 in god give me the uh, niv please give me the niv in god we make our boast all day long and we will praise your name forever do you know the meaning of that seller or sailor or whatever huh? do you know the meaning of that pause and think about it pause and think about it do you make a boast in the Lord all day long when you boast concerning your God you'll be appreciative of actually what he is doing in your life and um, with this, I know that the Lord God Almighty will continue to surprise us in beautiful places. I have a few questions for you to think about. In your daily life, how faithful are you to give thanks for the blessings God has given you? How thankful are you what will you do to express your gratitude to God on a regular basis? Has God done for you something beyond the ordinary for you this year? If he has not, stay home. Don't come for Thanksgiving. You know, some people will come for Thanksgiving service not because they have come to thank God but because of the love feast. Uh, even if you think about the love feast to come for service, I think you should actually thank God that after the service, uh, there is plenty to eat. But more than that, life in abundance can only be found in Jesus and only in Jesus can you find eternal life everything for now and everything for tomorrow will be provided not to think not to talk about the things provided yesterday God has been so good he deserves our thanksgiving